It's normal for people to die, right? What's not so normal is for your friends to be dying all around you as a high schooler. It seemingly follows you around like a plague you can't shake. In today's episode, one of my sister's closest friends discusses her experience living through death. Enjoy the stories and reflections of growing from teen to adult with a life full of loss. All right, welcome back to the Don't Get Weird About It podcast. Today I have a good friend, Laura Ferriulo, here with me for our second episode. Um, Laura is one of my closest friends, I would say, um, but actually started out being one of my sister's best friends. Um, They're the same age, and I met the Ferriulo family through my siblings. So Laura, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Well, hello, everyone. Um, Obviously, you know I'm Laura. I'm 30 years old. I am a registered nurse at Sparrow Hospital in Lansing, Michigan. What else do you want to know? Um, (laughs) I have five siblings. There you go. (laughs) I don't have very many hobbies, except for working. I've dealt a lot with death in my life, through my life. I've actually um, dealt with death since I was at least 14 years old. And consistently pretty much through life until, I don't remember the last time someone died, but it's been a while, so that's a good thing. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) Um, So why don't you explain a little bit about, like, how we know each other, how you knew my sister, our families, because really, like, our families kind of, like, all the kids in both of our families hung out um, growing up. Yeah. If you really think about it. So it's kind of funny. I was in second grade. I was seven years old. And um, I was new to Perry. And I remember I was sitting there by myself. And there's this girl sitting next to me. This blonde girl. Beautiful. With glasses. And I found out that she had just moved to Perry from Flint. So we kind of bonded on that. Even though we were seven. Like we. I don't know. We both found out that we both moved there. So we became really good friends, and it's kind of hard to remember at that age, like, all the details, but, like, we started, we would always hang out, I'm sure, at school, and then we always, like, literally every weekend, she was either at my house or I was at hers, and she was, like, pretty much the best friend that I've, like, one of the best people I've ever met. We were friends for, until she died, Um, and I've known Emily since she was three years old. So, no embarrassing stories. No, (laughs) no. Yeah, I've we've known each other. Yeah, was I three? They were three. Wow, because I was seven, I think. Yeah, four. We're four years apart. Um, Yeah, and then your brother, your older brother and sister, who are twins, were in Jake's grade. In my brother's grade, yeah. And him and Andy were friends. Correct. Um, they played hockey together all the time. I remember that. Yeah, and Red like wings. you guys would all come over, and then I would like tag along. Yeah. Even though you had like Paul and Jake are my age, and we became friends like in high school. Yeah, we weren't really like I don't, I have no memories of no like, offense, being a little like, kid with them. No offense, but like you always wanted to tag along. Oh yeah, and we had to because your mom told us we had to. <laughs> that was my role. <laughs> <laughs> Just that was kidding. My role. Just kidding. That's Just what kidding. everyone remembers about me. I was a little <laughs> annoying twerp who was like under the age of ten. Yeah, but um, that's pretty much that was how we actually met. And like literally, I don't remember not being friends with her. There was like a little time, like when we were in middle school, where we like separated, but like we came back together right before she died. So yeah, just as we were before, right? Kind of starting to get into it off the gate what was your first experience with death in your life my first experience was I'm trying to think if there was anything before this but I don't think there was so class of 2007 for Perry like we were called the curse class anyway so my freshman year two of my I would call them my good friends um Joey Jones and uh Travis Edwards they died that was my my people who were really close to me, my first experience with them with death. And, like, I didn't really think about death until that happened. And, like, I guess I was old enough, though, at that time to realize that they were never coming back. And yeah, it was just 
it was terrible because, I mean, they're young boys, car accident. But yeah, that was my first. And then Anne was my second. Yeah. So So. 11 months to the day after Travis and Joey died, my sister died in a car accident involving, which I haven't actually shared much about on this podcast as far as like details about that. But she died in a car accident. Um, Her and another teenage girl from Durand died um, after their car hit a tree um, going at high speed, like 100 miles per hour on a dirt road. Um, Their car basically hit a tree. The car ripped in half. Anne was expelled from the car and died. So that happened. And that, so that was your next experience. Yes, it death. was. And it was. At least it was an easy one to get to. It, to you mean to your really, sister's death? To really just ease yourself into yeah, it. Yeah, that really was easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess before we talk about the details, because most of this is going to be like the details surrounding yeah. that. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, the class of 2007 at Perry High School really went through it like Mm -hmm. i i literally think it could be like a movie or a book or something and it's like small town yeah i always tell people like i graduated i think we started with 120 people in our class okay and we graduated i think we counted like people moved and stuff but i think we counted like we ended up with like 109 or 108 yeah and like we always talked about like how a lot of that was like related to death right because from eighth grade until the end of your school yeah. experience there was some sort of tragedy seventh grade seventh grade yeah. what was seventh grade seventh grade was when the individual got struck by lightning oh i thought that was eighth grade yeah, seventh grade oh okay okay but um yeah every year Which, except for what junior year that? yeah that's very very freak accident every year but our junior year of high school we had someone pass away okay so in high school. Right. Yeah. Right. And then one person. And two people. Two people. Two people per two years. The first two years. Yeah. 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 Um, and then someone after. In senior year. Yeah. After senior year. Oh, yeah. A couple people in, after senior year, actually. Yeah. I didn't know them very well. Okay. So. Yeah. I did know. I did know Megan. But. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So lot of death and a lot for kids to in be, a short period of time and at a young age to be dealing with because yeah. like I don't know about you but for me I was so I was 11 when my sister died and I was really introduced to like all of this mm-hmm. like I knew about Joey and Travis because my sister knew them knew them yeah. um I I didn't know them. Like, they weren't, like, they never, like, hung out at our house or Mm -hmm. whatever. And thinking back on it, my sister never, like, we never talked about it. Mm -hmm. Like, she never said, we shared a room. After they died? Yeah. Like, I have no recollection of her ever talking to me about how she felt about it Mm -hmm. or anything like that, which I'm kind of, like, just now realizing. Um, And we shared a room and, like, talked at night and, like. Mm -hmm. I know. I, what, I, like. Slept in a cot next to her bed. (laughs) Yeah. When I'd spend the night. Yeah. (laughs) So even though, like, I was the annoying younger sister, like, we did still have, like, that time together that, like, I wasn't the annoying younger sister. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we never talked about it. But I remember that, like, school was closed for their funeral. Mm -hmm. And um, she went to the funeral. And I remember, like, her getting ready for that funeral. And that's, like, kind of it surrounding that situation. Yeah, and it was huge. Yeah. It was in the auditorium, right? That's what you call it. I didn't go. I didn't go, but, yeah, yeah, I think it was. Oh, so I was going to touch on a lot of people don't. There's a lot of people that I've met that haven't had someone die until they're, like, 27 years old. Yeah. Like, and that's a grandparent. Yes. And, like, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Because, like, like, I've just, like, I'm, I've gone through it. Right. Like, and I don't know, it's just normalized in my life. Exactly. And when you're going through it, you, and I've, I've felt like this since I was 11, right? So I have, like, a whole skewed perception on it. But, like, I'm, not like this is normal, but, like, this just is what it is and you deal with it. But now, being 26, I can look back and be like, 
oh my god, I was 11. And like, oh my god, that class was 14, 15, 15, 16. 17. And those are like... (laughs) 18, 19. Yeah, like when I see 14-year-olds now, I'm like, you're a child. Mm -hmm. And and my perspective wasn't that when it was happening. Yeah, it's never like that, though. Right. I feel like. Because I feel like, I don't know. At the time, we just had to be mature enough to deal with it. I think it made... Well, at least me, it made me grow up. Yeah. Like, very quickly. It forces you to, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's how I felt, right? Like, the moment I found out my sister died, I became an adult. And Pretty that, much. And that just... And you absolutely were not an adult. Right. You I wasn't. Not. And, like, not to mean that I had the maturity of an mm-hmm. adult all but of a sudden. But, no, it made you... Yeah. But I had I to it. deal with, like, real-world stuff. And I'm sure you felt the same way. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So, that sucks. <laughs> yes it sure did (laughs) do you feel like um and we'll get into like more details pertaining to like my sister specifically later but kind of on this topic for your class do you feel like you had the resources provided to you to deal with something like that like what was it like from my from my perspective I feel like I remember feeling like they were doing too much oh like, they were always like, this counselor's here, this counselor's there, you can go into the counselor's office. And me, these deaths, like, I used to be this, like, really shy, like, individual, and I feel really? like... Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Shy, prude, like, didn't, like, thought everything was wrong. Like, I don't know. It, like, changed the my whole demeanor and, like, personality. Really? Just because, like, I don't know, everything. So, anyways, the teachers were always like, you have this resource, you have this resource. And I, my self personally, I was like, I don't want that. Yeah. Like, I'm good. Like, from the start. Like, I think, I feel like my, I want to say my mom helped me a lot through it. I don't remember a lot from after it happened. Yeah. But I know that, like, my grades got bad. Did they? Yeah, like, my grades got bad. I didn't... I, I do remember n- not giving a crap about anything. <laughs> and that switch. And just being, like, in, in in the reality of things, like, hey, my friend's dead. Like, None why should I... None of this matters. None of this matters. Like, wh- why school? Like, why, why should I care? Not that I, like, <laughs> got to a really dark place, but right. I'm just talking about, like... In general. Like, in general, like, this, shit, this doesn't matter. Like, my friend's dead. Like, I don't know. Like... Yeah. But yeah, I don't feel like, I feel like they were pushing it on us. That's how my perspective. Okay. Too much. Like they were doing too much. But they were like, you're, do you need, I don't know. You do, know. You, do you feel like they did that after Joey and Travis? Yeah. And then did they amp it up even more after it happened again? Was it the same? Because I remember, I mean, I was in middle I school. I think the first incidents with Joey and Travis was actually more amped up than your sister's because it was just something so singular tragic and like it probably had never happened to perry before and right but then i mean not not downplaying your sisters but like i feel like it was a lot to be honest yeah like they were more unprepared right and i think they were maybe a little bit more prepared which is bad like weird to say because like they were overcompensating the first time right in a way yeah because they had never right had to deal I with think. it and then maybe it, it fifteen felt, years ago. It felt more <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, it felt more turnkey eleven months later. Yeah, even though it was I shocking guess. that it's like still shocking. It's still terrible. It's still tragic. But like, how could this happen felt, again? Yeah, that was exactly how everyone ha- felt. Yeah, I remember they didn't. Um, my sister's funeral was not at the school, but they didn't cancel school that day. Mm-mm. And I remember that week I went to school and I spoke with. A principal, I want to say it was my middle school vice principal. I know who it was. I know his name. And I was like, why is school not closed for my sister's funeral? And he said that they wanted to... you're bold. Yeah, I got real aggressive real (laughs) quick. (laughs) I I mean, it's... Yeah, I get it. (laughs) And... He was like, everyone that wants to go will be excused, no problem, but we want to, you know, continue things kind of as normal. Thank you so much for that excused absence. Yeah, (laughs) thanks. I really appreciate that I could attend the funeral of my friend. Like, I don't know, it just, for some reason, it felt disrespectful. A little bit, yeah. Um, 
not that all the attention should be on us, but, like, our town is very small. Yeah. I want to say, like, maybe another reason why school is canceled, because it was in the school. Right, right. That also. Yeah. So, like, that could have been a thing, too. And, like, I guess now from the perspective of an adult, like, are you going to cancel school for, like, all these elementary kids who have just, like, no idea what's going on? You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, I guess, but also it's, like, I don't know. There's, like, a fine line. I remember at the time feeling like it was really disrespectful. Yeah. Because it felt like the whole town was involved. Our town's so small. And, like, I don't know. Maybe that was, like, selfish and immature. But no, I remember feeling that way. You could be selfish in that time. Yeah. Your right? sister just passed away. <laughs> yeah. I mean. That's true. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> we kind of already touched on this a little bit. Um, but I know that before this, we were talking a little bit more, like, in depth about it. Your friendship with my sister and kind of, like, leading up to her death and, like, what your friendship looked like. Yeah. In that so, time. In the time? Yeah. Well, so, like, you guys so were could, best friends oh, for yeah. a long, long she time. She was my best friend. Like, my best friend ever. And, um, yeah. She, like, literally spent the night, like, every weekend. Yeah. She had to, like, force your parents to, like, let her. <laughs> and, like, we call each other on our landlines. We obviously had each other's numbers. Right. And sometimes uh, yeah. when we were on that internet, it was like, hey, I gotta get off the internet. I'll call you. Yeah. Because it was dial tone. <laughs> but it'd be through email. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. But, no, uh, leading up to it. So, yeah, we were best friends for from second grade to, I want to say, end of eighth grade. Okay. I think that we, like found different friends for a little bit there. I Which don't is know. normal. And I think that, like, I had some friends that, like, she didn't like, and she had friends that I didn't like, and it was kind of like we separated for a little bit. It was growing pains. Yeah, it really was. Which is normal. Which is normal, but I really do believe that we'd be good friends right now. Like, yeah. I do, like, I don't know. It's just something that I believe. But anyways, um, so it's crazy, because this is the craziest thing. So, I want to say it was, like, one or two weeks before she passed away. Like, I literally, we had, like, we always had parties, like, for our class. I don't know, at different people's houses. Yeah. And, like, I literally ran into her, and we, like, clicked right away, and we were like, I miss you, like, all sorts of stuff. I do remember that. And I remember going home that night and going up to my mom and being like, Mom, I made a new old friend. Like, I was so excited. I remember that moment. And my mom's like, who? I was like, guess. You need to guess. You need to guess. Like, I was so excited. And she's like, Aunt, she did guess, right? And I was like, yeah. And I was so excited. So then, like, then until, like, literally the day before, she, the day that she died, pretty much, we, like, I remember we AIM'd every day. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Her screen name was Blue Fire. Fire. And I can't remember the numbers. I was trying to remember it the other day. It was, like, 1969 or something like that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I was so grateful for us reconnecting. Like, that is, like, the best gift I could have ever gotten. Because I think I would have felt so much worse. Yeah. Like, like guilty. Guilty and, like, sad and, like, oh, my God, why why were we feuding if we were? Like, I have no idea. I can't remember. But, yeah, I do remember that. Going home and telling my mom I made a new old friend. I do remember that. That was, that was cool. That's cool. And, uh, yeah. So... And I do remember the last thing that she said to me, too. Really? I do. What was it? Um, we were on AIM. Okay. And... What day was it? Do you know? I don't remember what day it was, but I do remember... Maybe it wasn't the last thing she said to me, but it's really something significant that I remember. Yeah. We were, like, getting off... She was getting offline. And she was like, I love you. And I was like, I love you, too. Or something like that. Yeah. Like, love you lots or love you, L-U-V. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember that's how we ended it, and, like, that's, like, fresh, that's like in my mind. Yeah. So, like, that makes you feel good. That's one of those weird, like, world things yeah. that happen because it's supposed to happen. The whole us getting back together a week or two before she died was, like, so crazy. Yeah. And I was so happy. Like, even, like, before she died, like, I was so happy that we got, you know. Right, of course. Because she, like, literally was my, like, the best friend. I don't know. I don't know if I, you know. Yeah. My, the best friend I've ever had. Because it was so pure and so fun and so, you know. From being... A like, child. A child, yeah. yeah. So, how did you find out about Ian's death? Oh, I can't remember it. I remember the exact moment. So, um, a friend, 
from my class was having a... I think it was just like a labor... It was Labor Day weekend. It was the Sunday of Labor Day weekend, yeah. So I think he was just having like a party and like it started... And it's weird to think this now because I'm older and like usually when you go out, it's at night. But it like started started in the daytime. (laughs) (laughs) And there was tons of people there, seriously. And I think it was at his aunt's house. There was tons of people there or something. And I remember... Um, I was the first one at the party to find out, actually. Oh, okay. And I had a flip phone. <laughs> and I remember someone had mentioned that they heard that um, someone had gotten in a car accident, but, like, we didn't know the details. Okay. Like, they were like, this person got in a car accident, but ended up not even, that person was not even in the car. Oh. So, there was just rumors going around, and then Do I, I got, know who the rumor Yeah, you know the person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It was one of Ann's friends. Okay. So I remember getting a phone call from someone that's probably not even, wasn't very close to her. And I want to know who. I'll tell you later. Okay. I don't want to disclose people's names. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'll tell you. Um, but I remember they told me Ann Daunt died. Male or female? Female. Okay. That, and they said the exact, those words, Ann Daunt died. And I literally dropped to my knees. What time was it? Do you know? Six o'clock, I think. Six, maybe a little bit after six, maybe It happened seven. at, like, six. Okay, so, like, maybe seven. So not that long after. Yeah, because someone's family member was a firefighter. Oh. And they, like, they were, like, going to the scene or at the scene, and they had told, yeah, it's giving me chills. What's weird about that, I'll let you obviously continue, but what's weird about that is social media wasn't a no, thing. No, it wasn't. MySpace didn't even exist Mm-mm. yet. It was just, like, AIM. Or AIM, whatever. This is weird, but I think your sister's here. <laughs> That's not weird. I'm getting the chills, like, all over my body. You could edit that out. Just <laughs> Or leave it in, because it's funny. Um, But yeah, so... So, like, you'd expect it to, to spread on that, because, hmm. like, some idiot would, would post something or whatever, but that it spread that quickly. Yeah, it was so weird. Without those, those things. It was so weird. So anyways, I did. I dropped to my knees. I, I remember it. Did you absolutely believe? You had to, you absolutely believed it. I did. The I believed that, it. Yeah. And I was like, I was so shocked. And I was like, oh my God. I didn't even, I don't even remember knowing what to think. And everyone, everyone swarmed me and they were like, what's going on? And like, I don't think I could get it out. And I finally told everyone. Were you crying? Probably not. Okay. I think it was shock. Yeah. I did end up crying. Yes. I had my mom pick me up. I remember that. So you told, like, a bunch of people from school. Yeah. From what I remember, yeah. But I also think, I want to say there was a adult that came out, too, but I I don't know. Okay. Because when we found out about Joey and Travis's death, we were at Float Building, and an adult oh. came, adult, one, some adult came out and, like, and told made you. a huge announcement. Okay. So what was everyone's reaction? Just, like, I'm sure it was craziness. crying and, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because how do you believe it? Yeah. The only thing I really clearly remember is like how I reacted. Yeah. And then I knew I had to go home. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was, yeah. But seriously, it was weird too, the way I found out. And like yeah. being the only one, I don't know. It was the weird. first one to find out or like someone and huge, called And there were so many people at this party, like from our right. class. It was weird. Right. And Anyways. she was friends with a lot of people. Yeah. It seemed. Um, did you come to my house? No. Okay. Never? Like, not that week or anything? My parents did. Really? I didn't. Hmm. They either went to your house or they went to... No, I think they went to your house. I don't or remember. they went it's to, like, such a... a yeah, a long time, such a long time ago. But, yeah. Th- there's no, like... I don't remember. I, I just... I think I, I was... I was literally devastated. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I... Like, I had to take sleeping pills to sleep. I remember that. My mom gave me sleeping pills because I couldn't sleep at night. Wow. Yeah. I don't think it was because I was scared. I think it was because I was, like, super upset. Right. But. Right. Like, the. But death is also scary when you're a kid. Right. So, did you go back to school that week? I think I. Such a specific question. That is a very specific question that you are making me remember 15 years later. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think I did go back to school. Yeah, I did. I That's feel why like, I... Well, because I feel like with our class already being through something so tragic... You wanted to be with it them. It was better to be...
be with people. And I think my mom told me I had to go to school. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, you kind of want to, like, go through it with... with with everyone, your I guess. Co- like your but also, people. I remember being very stoic and not wanting to talk to anyone either. Yeah, because that's just—I mean, that's how I am now when I get upset. So. Yeah, <laughs> I not don't know. Much has changed, and like I said, it changed my whole personality. It really right. did. Right. So, do you feel like it changed your personality immediately? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Probably. Well, I know that my grades dropped by the end of that year, <laughs> and that was the beginning of the school right. year. <laughs> so. I don't know. Interesting. I remember... And I, I know she she was actually in one of my classes. And oh, it was yeah? weird not having her show up. I remember that. She was in an Amer- American experience with me. Oh, weird. Yeah. And it was weird, like... I don't know if everyone was talking about it, but, like, it was weird. And then people got t-shirts, and I didn't get one. I remember I thought I it, had a t-shirt. I thought it was, like... I don't know. I just didn't want one. Not because yeah. I didn't love your sister. Like, want, I just didn't want to, like... It's too much. I didn't want everyone... I didn't want to like it, for to me it was like I was showcasing I don't know yeah not to like make like anyone feel better it. bad about it but like I don't know it was fifteen years ago whatever yeah whatever I know but you like it was like exploiting I didn't it. yeah I didn't want her to be I didn't want to be like oh my friend I don't know yeah like I had a shirt from when Joey and Travis died but I've never worn it okay so like it was just a remembrance it was just, yeah. thing yeah and it's like in my memorabilia like bin. That we went Torn through earlier. <laughs> Whatever. Interesting. That's that's an interesting. That's like a different perspective than what I what most people I think would did. Mm-hmm. You know, because everyone had the shirts and like. I was a, literally. Dev- I mean, I was. Dev- I was pretty devastated. I didn't I, think, and I. I don't know. I think it formed the way that I cope too. Like oh, now, without a doubt. Oh, like now, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. I do remember it was hard to, like, move on. So. What was your experience at the funeral home like? Do you remember uh, that? I do. I remember it. <sighs> I was like, oh, shoot. I don't really remember, like, ba- oh my God. seeing you or hanging out with you or anything. I have the best memory of you. Oh, God. You made my, you literally made my day so much better that day. So, I remember, I was outside of the funeral home. My mom had brought me there. I was shaking so bad, I, like, couldn't even... I didn't want to see my friend dead. Like, I knew she was in there. I knew she was in an open casket. And uh, it took me probably an hour and a half to get into that building. Yeah. One of my friends was like, okay, I'll hold your hand. Like, but we got to do this. You'll regret not doing it. Yeah, which is true. So, I always... I do this even now. (laughs) What? (laughs) Looking at the body, like, in the back of the room to see if... I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I think a lot of a people lot of, do well, that. Well, a lot of funerals I go to are young people. So it's yeah. like, it's really hard. It's or like a lot of the funerals in my life have been a young people. I've only been to one grandparent's funeral. So yeah. the majority of the funerals that I've been to are young very people. young people. Yeah. So to, I got in there. I was in the line. The line was freaking long. Yeah. I made oh, sure, I remember that. I made sure I could look at her. And I would, I would get in line, and then I don't remember who, but like people would come up to me like, "You can just not be in line, right? Like you, you get, could be you, up get there. you get to yeah, go no, to the front of the line. line. You hopped I, in the line. How did I know what to do? <laughs> That's true. You were eleven. I was in sixth grade. Um. So finally, I got up there. I was still shaking. I remember the way she looked. I remember what yeah. she was wearing. Yeah. Her hair was so long and beautiful and straight. Lots of makeup. Yeah. I remember that. Um, but I was in, I was in shambles. But anyway, so. You're so cute. I'm nervous you for what you literally made say. my, like, literally made my day. I, like, literally, I think I may have been standing there by myself after I had went up and sh- saw her. Yeah. And then I, I, like, you know, you stick around. And I don't know where you, well, maybe I saw you and I, like, wanted to give you a hug. You mm-hmm. literally, it was like. An angel, like that's uh, that's how I compare. It's like an angel, like sent uh, up to me, literally looked up to looked up at me, put your hands out, <laughs> like to hug me. Yeah, and like looked up, to, looked looked up at me, no tears, nothing, just yeah. like this like angelic human being who like wanted to comfort me. Yeah, who it's your sister, but like I just remember that, and like I'll never forget that. 
Because that was crazy. Yeah. You're an 11-year-old, and you were trying to come for me? Because I was just like a wreck. Yeah. But I just remember, you looked up at me with your huge eyes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and your blonde hair. And you just, like, held your hands up. It was cute. It was nice. It really, it, it was good. Yeah. I remember, um, on that note, I just was going around hugging everyone. Yeah. Because everyone was so upset. And obviously, I was upset, but, like... I think you go into, like, a fight-or-flight mm-hmm. type of thing. Like a shock type of thing. Yeah, and that's, like, what happened. Like, I didn't... It's not like I told talked to myself beforehand. Like, I wasn't, like... I was 11, but, like, I wasn't, like, mature enough to be like, okay, Emily, you have to be strong. You have... Like, it was, just, it was just instinct mm-hmm. about what to do. And I remember I'd go around and hug people, and, like, um, her boyfriend person ex-boyfriend I don't know if they were together right when it when it actually happened whatever but I remember I like would hug him a lot obviously because I like knew him very well and he was like well like we know you're good at this like he like I remember him just like specifically pointing out that I was like comforting everyone Mm -hmm. um and I didn't I remember like when I first saw her I was upset and like wanted her to like wake up because like I didn't yeah like I understood it but like you don't I don't know and then um after the visit the first visitation I like went home and I think like that's when it kind of like struck me mm-hmm. and I we had like her her school picture like on our mantle with like candles around it after we found out and I was sitting in the living room and my, I had, like, a cinnamon roll because we had, like, so much food at our house. And, like, I hadn't eaten all day. And, like, I was just looking at her picture and I started to, like, tear up and, like, kind of cry. And, like, my dad came in and I don't know what he said to me, but um, I don't know what we talked about. I, Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But we kind of, like, exchanged words about it and how mm. I was feeling. And I just remember being, like... I had, like, tears in my eyes, but I wasn't crying, but I was, like, holding it back, and, like, my throat hurt, and I was, like, I'm not really hungry anymore, and he was, like, that's okay, uh-huh. and then, and then I, and then, like, that's just, like, really sticks out to me to be, like, a memory of, like, I was reflecting on what had just happened mm-hmm. that I day mean, it's of a lot to take in, obviously. Yeah, which, yeah, and I just remember my dad being, like, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Aww. Like, there's no, like, there's no right way to go about this. So, like, it's fine if you're not hungry. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. The little things that you remember. Yeah. I feel like I have little things, too. Yeah. I And I feel like I remember a lot, but then there's a lot that other people remember from their perspective that I don't remember. Like that, yeah, like yeah. what you just said. You don't remember that. No. I remember going around, but, like, I don't remember yeah, you and you're I. Yeah, you remember it. Yeah. Shame on you for not remembering <laughs> me there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know, right? Um, kind of going back a little bit, you mentioned that you were supposed to be with yeah. Anne that night. So this is crazy. Um, so either the night before or the or two nights before, we were at a party. Like, for some reason, my class had a lot of parties. Like, get-togethers. Like, uh, <clears throat> that was part of the problem. Bonfires! <laughs> I was going to say non-alcoholic parties because, you know, I was I didn't drink then. It's different now, <laughs> but I am thirty. Yeah. Um. But, but anyway, I mean, that was the thing. There were a lot of parties. Yeah. And it was. But what, the parties I was going to were very innocent. Yeah. Just like friends hanging out. Right. And I don't say that by like trying to blame one specific person for like whatever. But the problem was that we were in a small town. There was nothing to do. So the only thing to do was to throw parties, and mm. then there would be alcohol yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But continue. Anyway, so I remember I had my stepdad's cell phone with me because I don't, I don't, I don't know where my cell phone was. Okay. Because that was cool. This was before it happened. Yeah, this was like two days before or one day before there was a party. Okay. And so I was with her and I was like um, talking to her and the other person in the car with her. And it's really annoying because I know I know who all these people yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop telling yeah, yeah, me. obviously. Sorry. Um, so anyways, I was talking to them and they were like, Laura, you need to come hang out with us tomorrow. We're going to hang out at, um, this girl's house. Like, we'll call you. And I was like, oh my God, cool. People want to hang out with me. Yeah. You weren't, you weren't like a loser though. No. 
But you were you were excited to be hanging out excited. with Anne again. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. So anyways, I was like, call, they were like, we're definitely calling you. And I said, call me on my dad's cell, my stepdad's cell phone. Okay. So literally, I didn't get a phone call. So I was like upset. I was like, I can't believe they didn't call me. Yeah, that's pretty rude. Pretty rude. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be bleeped out. Yeah. Um, so anyways, it turns out like... <laughs> It was, like, a near miss. I feel like it was a near miss. Yeah. Like, because I was supposed to, like, I was so upset that they didn't call me. But then, I mean, it was, like, I wasn't supposed to be there. Right. Like, everything happens. happens for a reason. I that guess. cliche thing. Yeah. That people say. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. It's crazy. Wow. So and I is- think that my mom, like, knew that and it freaked her out a lot. That she were supposed to be with her? Yeah. Or, like, I had plans to, like, hang out with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? But. But, yeah. That's that. Yeah. It's crazy. That is. I w- and it's. I was so mad. Yeah. Right? Because. <laughs> and the 15. Four, I was actually 14. Because I. Your birthday. Was four days before your sister died. Oh, and you only turned 14. Uh, no, I turned 15. Oh. Maybe I was 15. Oh, okay. 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 It was so close. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I was 15 then. Technically. Technically. <laughs> Technically speaking. Interesting. But yeah, it's crazy. I always forget about that. So when you asked me to do this, like, I started thinking about things and I was like, oh, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, what was it like attending the funeral from your perspective? Devastating. I remember looking at your family a lot. Yeah. And I also, like, I'm, like, the type of person that's, like, man, they're going through so much more than I am. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I remember, like, looking at your family a lot because I just, like, wanted to see, like, how you were doing. Yeah. But I also, like, was just also, like I said, in shambles, so. Yeah. And I I remember some parts of it, but not a lot. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember, I don't remember anything about the like, actual, like, mass of the funeral, like, mm-hmm. what was said or anything like yeah. that. I remember we had to, like, stand up and put, like, a... Sheet? A sheet, yeah, like, I don't know what it's called. Um, uh, we had to do that, and they, like, almost forgot to do that part, and then we had to be like, hey, we have to do that part. I remember doing that, and then I just remember, like, like so many people were there. Yeah, yeah. Like... I was a little upset. I did get there early, and I wanted to sit. I think I sat pretty close. Okay. But there were individuals that were there that did not deserve to sit as close as they were. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. I know. We spoke about that the other day, but yeah. I wanted to mention it. Anyway, so um, I do remember after the funeral, I was in my parents' car bawling. Yeah. That's one part I do remember. Did your whole family go? I think it was just... No, I think it was just me. I can't... I, th- I really think it was just me, my mom, and my stepdad. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Can't remember. Interesting. Long ago. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I I remember a lot, but I don't want this to be all about, like, me either. So, um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> what was your experience like going back to school, which we've kind of already touched on, but, like, that Monday afterwards, because it was kind of like a full week. So it was like the funeral was, it happened on a Sunday night. There was Labor Day the next day. Then like all the funeral stuff. The funeral was Friday. There was a football game that night against Durand, which is the school that the other girl who passed away was from, which is crazy. It had a week gone by. So it was that Friday? It was a so fr- Monday. Yeah. So Monday ha- happened after Labor Day. We weren't at school. And then there was a football game that Friday. Correct? Yeah, it was like it happened Sunday, the next day was Labor Day, Mm -hmm. then there was Wednesday, Thursday visitation, the funeral was Friday, and there was a football game that Friday night. Yeah, I think the first thing I remember after it happened is being at that football game. Okay. Because I don't remember anything in between. Or I remember like the visitation and stuff, but like school-wise, I don't know. Yeah. So you don't have, like, a memory of, like, how weird it was to go back to school or anything? Um, it was weird to be at school after maybe that Friday game, like, with certain individuals. Yeah. Um, like, I had a lot of anger. Yeah. You know, the stages of grief. Yeah. Very familiar. Yeah, that was one of my questions, too, um, is what was it like going back to reality and the person 
who was driving the car. I mean, I'm not afraid to say it because that's factually it accurate. It is factual. The person that was driving the car who survived went back to school. It's terrible. It was. Because I was friends with her before it happened. Yeah. And when you come back to school and act like nothing happened, people get angry. Well, I did. So. Yeah. It was hard to see her and know that Anne wasn't there. Yeah. Facts. Did the school do anything, like, to ever address that? Because that was kind of, because, like, Joey and Travis, like, unfortunately both, they were both in the car and they both mm-hmm. passed away. So, like, that was different than... than To address her being there? Yeah, or, like, to, to help kids adjust with, like, feeling angry or feeling some certain th- way about it. Yeah, there was this little group, but I wasn't a part of it. Yeah. There was a group that people created... Like a cult. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so like a gang or what? Like a gang, yeah. No, there was a, like a little group for like to help people call, uh, cope, and I think people formed it outside of school. But I think okay. it was part of school. But like there was like meetings outside of school. Are you talking about RTA? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then there was like always opportunities to touch base, but but you didn't participate. I never participated. Yeah. I only ask because I feel like I. I don't know why I'm, like, afraid to say it. Like, I had a very difficult experience with the school, and I didn't feel like they were very supportive. And, um, I mean, certain there are certain administrators or certain teachers that were supportive and that, you know, I'm still close to to this day. I do feel like but they brushed it under the rug after. In general. Had, yeah, I yeah you're say, right. I get, I get what you're saying. We did go on with things and like I was still coping and dealing and sad and upset and we just, I think I was upset that we just went to school and everything was the same as it was before. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, luckily I was in the school next door. I was in middle school. So like I didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. And my brother was a senior, which I don't yeah. even know how you deal with that. And uh-uh. I don't want to speak on his behalf. And he's editing this podcast. He <laughs> <laughs> no, can I just don't. edit that part right out. Oh, edit it right out. But I just, I just can't imagine. I, I know the anger that I felt. So when I can't po- imagine poke being... and poke and poke and prod at you because you're not talking to them and you're ignoring them. Really? And call you into the counselor's office because you're not talking to them and, like, literally trap you in the room. So what? that's my thing is why did the school think that was okay? The counselor thought it was to okay. To put you in that situation. I don't know. Especially if they're, like, there should be parents present at that yeah, point. no. Like, I was, and she literally left the two of us in a room alone and I did not that's, want. That's the stuff I'm talking about. Yeah, it's messed up. I, I don't think about it. Because I was angry. Yeah, it's not worth it to think about it. Yeah. But kind of the point of this podcast is to talk about yeah, like, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and like yeah. normalize it, I guess. Yeah, it was messed up. It is. But at that time, like, I, 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 don't, I feel like still at 15, you don't have the capacity in your brain to, like, put things together at the time. Yeah. Like, I feel like now when things happen... Yeah. I'm like, at the moment, I'm like, well, that's messed up. Yeah. But I feel like but when you're 15, it's like. So, like, you weren't, you didn't walk into the counselor's office and were like, this is messed up. I shouldn't be. No, I didn't. I was like, I was pissed. Yeah. But I was like, okay, well, I guess this is happening. Right. Like, I've made it clear I don't want to talk to you, but you're trapping me. Yeah. Into talking to you. That's insane. Oh, God. It was insane. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why she couldn't blame me for not wanting to talk to her. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot that surrounds that that I don't want to get into now. Nah, we don't have to. Um, But there, for the listeners, I guess, there was a lot of, like, legality from the state, because that's what happens when something like that happens, um, that surrounded that, that really, like made the cut even deeper I think for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and it made it a lot more difficult and created a lot more of the grief in addition to losing your sister or your friend right right or your whoever um especially being in a small town that didn't help so that's kind of what we're referring to in case anyone's not following our vague specificness (laughs) 
So after Anne's death, did you feel a sort of responsibility over me or to like be my friend or anything? Because I remember you like babysat me a few times. I babysat you, yeah. After she died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I knew that I wanted to be there for you. Yeah. Because I just felt like she would have wanted that. Yeah. Like, and I felt like, I don't know, I never felt an obligation to be your friend. Okay. I mean, your parents paid me to babysit you, so that's kind of an <laughs> obligation, but... Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> no. Um, it's not like I didn't know you weren't babysitting, or you were babysitting right, 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 me. Right, it's right, not right. like I thought you were just hanging I was out. There, and like... I was there for Leslie's cookies. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. No, I never felt an obligation to be friends with you. I'm always curious about that because like later in life, like, you know, when I started working at the ice cream shop and you worked there, like we kind of Literally became the most fun. Yeah. yeah. And like we formed our own version of friendship yeah. that wasn't like shadowed in your friendship with yeah. Anne. And I think that actually I remember feeling scared to be around you. Really? Yeah. Just because it was like, I don't know what to, what say. to say or what to do. And like, she's just this young girl. Like, I don't know why I was scared, but like. I also was, like, scared to be around your parents because, like, yeah. I didn't... You know what I mean? It's uncomfortable. So, it was... Yeah. But, I mean, I still wanted to be there. Yeah. And I think that's normal, too. Like, to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think that's a common feeling. You're uncomfortable around people who have just gone through loss because mm-hmm. because people get weird about yeah, it. Yeah, they do. They get super weird. And, yeah. And they say, say really weird, weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> they panic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you think there was a turning page for you at all where you felt like it became a little bit easier? Like, does anything stick out? Or, because you said, like, you were angry for a long time, Mm -hmm. your grades were bad, you kind of, like, didn't give a shit because why would you if someone was dead? Right. Um, Um, was there a time, like, maybe when you graduated, when you weren't, like, in that school anymore or anything like that? It felt very good to get out of that school. Yeah. I don't really remember a turning point. I remember feeling like I just have to get back to my... I have to. I have to keep going. Yeah. Like, I I think it probably took me a full year. Because junior year, like, I remember, like, I think things had changed and I was a little bit better. Yeah. But, I mean, it always gets better with time. But um, I do not remember a specific turning point. I just remember that I probably realized, you know what, I gotta just... I got to go to school. I got to do this. I got to get good grades. I got to go to college. Like, have to keep moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah. They just had that one rebellious year. Yeah. <laughs> you deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> so you and I often make jokes at death's expense. Yeah. Um, for example, we were talking about this earlier. The time we were at a party, um, as like, a, I mean, I was, I was 21, I think. So... As, like, full adults. Um, I was at a party. A full adult? Okay. Um, and someone said something about, oh, tell your sister X or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, we don't really talk much. And, like, you and I just died laughing. We laughed so hard. Yeah. Like, we always, we're always doing things like that because that's how. But I think we made the people feel uncomfortable, too. For sure. We were like, oh, yeah, our sister's not alive. While we're laughing. Well, we're yeah. Laughing. They're like, <laughs> did you kill her? <laughs> I honestly, like you said in your first podcast, like it helps with the coping. Yeah. Like if you're not laughing, I don't like crying. I really don't. And I don't like feeling down. You have to accept the reality that they are gone. Yeah. I do have faith, so I feel like I will see them again. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I don't fully believe that they leave you. I feel yeah. like I feel like people are, I think they're around you. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, we make a lot of jokes. Yeah. And they're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um so and then kind of spinning off of that kind of like what you just said, you've shared with me that you don't really get emotional ever. Mm-mm. Um only about certain things. Especially yeah, and like especially about death, you don't get emotional. I try not to. Have you always been like that? No. No. Okay. I mean, ever since I was like... 15? <laughs> probably. 
I want to say it happened around 2010. That you kind of like my grandfather died. The switch. Yeah, okay. my grandfather died, and I just feel like I had been through so much at that point. And yes, I was sad, but I did not. I don't know. I just I I was like an empty shell. I felt like I was like empty. Yeah, or like a shell. Like like it was a survival technique. Maybe it was like a defense mechanism. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't get emotional about a lot. And I think that the deaths that I have had in life have formed that in me. Yeah. Or led to that. But, I mean, there are, I do cry sometimes. Good. <laughs> it's healthy. Yeah, I guess. I, up until, like, probably 2012, I could count on, like, two hands and tell you specifically the month. In which I had cried. Yeah. Like, I did not, like, through middle school, high school, wasn't emotional like mm-hmm. that. So, like, I get it. And um, this, that, I do disconnect myself, and sometimes it's bad, but it does help with my job. Right. Which, which was one of my questions I had, is you're a registered nurse, like you said, mm-hmm. and through that job, you've dealt a lot with death. Yes, absolutely. Actually, a lot. Like, I, not a lot, a lot, but, like, I can't, it's more than ten fingers. Yeah. Like, I've been with people in their last moments of life a lot. Yeah. You cannot break down in those moments, because the family is, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, I've, I, through those moments, have stayed strong and just been there and comforted and I think that like usually I'm taking care of the elderly yeah in their last moments right so to me that's like them going transitioning like that is very peaceful to me mm-hmm. and like some people might think that's super weird but I've taken care of a lot of people who are in their of... life like I've taken care of a lot of people that are like in their last days yeah and I've actually been with people who have passed Sitting in the room with them when they don't have any family. Yeah. Comforting that, like, even after they died, I feel like I need to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I feel like my job has really also contributed to the non-emotional aspect that I have. So you think that's contributed to it? Like, that's added It's added to to it. it. So all the deaths that I've had have allowed me to disconnect, but also be caring Obviously, I'm right. a caring person. I'm a nurse. You're not like screw you. I don't. Yeah. Care. yeah. Right. Right. You don't not have compassion right. just because you're but not. But you can't. In my position, you cannot be weak in front of these family members. Right. I feel that, and I've seen nurses be weak, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But I just feel like you need to be there for them and their family member in that time. Yeah. But I don't know. I I've definitely chose the right. Um, occupation. Yeah. <laughs> Not because of my emotional state. Just because I want to be there for those people in those times. Yeah. And it's comforting to me. Which may be weird to people, but we're not going to be weird. Exactly. <laughs> um, what is a time that you wanted to tell someone, don't get weird about it? Like, that was maybe an uncomfortable moment. Related to death? Yeah. Yeah. Like... You know, mm. like I said in the last podcast, like when I have to tell people that I have a dead sister, I'm always like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, have, do you have, have you had like a specific moment? Not specific, but like every time, like, so on the 5th, I was at work. Yeah. And I was like, this is a weird day. Like, I don't cry, but yeah. it's a weird day. I feel weird. I feel off. Which is, for those that don't know, September 5th was the day my sister died. Yeah. So I'm at a new job. And yeah. so, like, I know these people, but I don't, you know. And yeah. I, I mentioned to people, oh, my, one of my best friends died 15 years ago today. I just feel weird. And they say, I'm sorry. I don't know. I just, don't say you're sorry. I, I'm right. just telling you. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, but also, like, I don't know, just don't get weird. Like, I feel like people, just anything, some people just, anything to do with death, they get really weird about. But. So do you Like, have... to me, it's like, oh, if I hear it, like, I'm really sorry about your loss, but, like. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. I move on. Yeah. Do you have any, like, insight for people on how to, like, when they do hear that news and if they aren't familiar with death, like, what what to do in that situation? Honestly, like, it's comforting when people are like, whoa, well, how did it happen? Or, like, I don't yeah. know. I like to talk about it. Yeah, I do, too. Oh, yeah, she got in a car accident, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I don't know. 
And instead like, of saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And like, it's like, I, I'm like, I'm sorry, but that was really, I mean, I'm still sad. Yeah. That was 15 years ago. Right. Like if it was at the time, you know what I mean? It'd be much different. Yeah. 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 And like. But like, ask me about it. Ask, I don't know. Like, don't, just don't be weird. Yeah. Don't make it weird. Yeah. Like, I know you're wondering what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just ask. And I it's tell fine. You. I kind of want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know? Yeah. You want to know what happened? <laughs> Um, what is something that has surprised you about your journey through grief? Um, it's a heavy question. <laughs> yeah. I think how well I am at dealing with it now. Yeah. But also, like, sometimes I don't deal with it in the best ways. Like, still to this day? To this day, yes. I tend to push my emotions way deep down. I, like, shut down. Yeah. Like, I I would rather not think about it and not deal with it at that time and just move on and just, work, like, go to work. Yeah. Then have to deal with it, and then it comes out in a very big way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a breakdown. So, yeah. Yeah. But I have learned the stages of grief, and you have to go through them. You have to. Yeah. You can't just go through the first three and be done. You have to go through the whole seven to be able to... Move on with your life. Yeah. And, I felt. And you're not going to, and I've learned this through a, a recent, like my coworker that died, that was a very good friend of mine. Like I've had to learn through experiencing grief from his death that you don't just go through one, two, three, four. It's you not jump a jump around. Step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and you have to get to the acceptance stage. You just have to. Yeah. And it might take forever. Like it yeah. might take like, well, it won't take forever. That's a bad message to send. <laughs> but it'll feel like it'll take forever. Yeah. But you'll figure it out. You do figure it out. So just like keep, keep going Keep on it. keeping on. Yeah. You just have to keep going. Yeah. You have to go through all of it. Yeah. All seven. And yeah. it's not a step. It's not like a step-by-step process like through a book either. Yeah. From a book. And pushing it down and pushing it down, which I it's think. It's not healthy. Yeah. I think you'll attest to like. And I do the same thing, right? And I, I think, avoid it. Yeah, I think I did that more probably when I was like 25, 26. Now I'm like able to go through the stages because I know that I need to. Okay. So that's what I've learned. Yeah. You have to go through that. Because it'll catch up. Yeah. Regardless with, of who you are. Without a doubt. Two questions left. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Um. <laughs> what, I said what are three things, but what is like one thing or a couple things that you feel like you wouldn't have made it through it or this far without and ex- like not in terms of just Anne's death but like all the deaths that you um have experienced because I mean we haven't talked about it but there are a lot Multiple of other on the list young yeah yeah young that, deaths that, that have been very close to you that you have dealt with yes, yes but through all in through all of that like what are some things you feel like you wouldn't have made it through without family yeah seriously or my support systems I could have fallen into a very, very deep hole. And I, I, I mean, the last young death that I had to deal with, um, I did feel, fall into a depression. Yeah. Um, but I had family and support to pull me out of it. That's really, and, and just knowing that I need to just keep going on with life because nothing's going to change it. It really isn't. Yeah. So you could be really, really sad, but I think family support, Friends, support. I just think when you don't have that support system, it's very hard because I did. The last major death that I had, I was with this, living with this boyfriend, and he was very unsupportive. Very, very. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's good to have the support. And the last major one I dealt with, um, I did not. Yeah. But I did because I had family. Right. So. Right, but I that think, showed I think, you the importance. Yeah, yeah, the, su- the support system is really, I mean, because you can have all these other things, but, I mean, you need support for sure. Yeah, definitely. On a final note, um, I kind of ended my last one like this. Um, do you have any advice for someone going through it who who might be listening, I guess? I think I have advice for someone who loses, like, a friend. Yeah. Go like, for it. I, yeah. No, like, I don't, yeah, like, I don't have, no, I, like, that's the only advice I would have is, like, you will get through it. You will be okay. 
Um, it's hard, but my main advice is you the back to the seven stages of grief. Like you have to go through them because I mean, it's a whole process. You will, you'll get through it. That's, I mean, it's hard. It might, may take years, but you will. Yeah. I mean, I have. Right. And I could be the angriest person on this planet, but I've turned out well. Exactly. (laughs) And I mean, there are days when I am negative Nancy, but like most days I'm good. Yeah. So I would agree. You'll get through it. So. Just keep, keep going. Keep going. Which is Don't hard to up. hear. It's hard it's, to hear it's when really, you're... It is. It's hard to hear when you're going through it. But if you ever feel like you're at that stage where you're like feeling like you can't, you don't think that you'll ever get through it, you will. Yeah. And it's okay to have days where you, like, the best you did was you, like, got out of bed for a little bit. To go and to the bathroom. Went, and then went back to bed. Yeah. Like... That's fine. That's okay. You accomplished something. Yeah. And then... Maybe the next day you get out of bed, go to the bathroom, eat a snack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll have those days. It'll, and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay to be sad. Thank you for listening to this episode of Don't Get Weird About It. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take something away from all of our stories. Hope to see you next time.